Hey everybody, welcome to My Friends Have Kids. This is Darcy. And Heather. And I'm super stoked about today. Like, I didn't start out stoked. No. No. You're pretty bummed. I've had a really... <laughs> it's been a rough week for me. I'm, I'm calling this podcast Hard Lessons and Hard Times because I'm having to go through a lot in the last... What's today? So four or five days. Mm-hmm. It's been really intense. Isn't it amazing how, like, you know, four or five days, it's like you could be in a completely different place? Oh, my God. Because on Tuesday when we worked out with Kate, you're like the butterfly oh my flying God. through the air. And, like, I couldn't even, like, put the top on your bottle because it was so explosive. Yeah. And now we're here. Yeah. I so, know. We switched spots, maybe. Okay. So, <laughs> I know we've talked about um, that I'm getting a breast lift and exchanging my implants and um, unfortunately, because I did this so long ago, they're 23 years old, um, no one has record of what's inside of my body. No one knows what size implant is in there, how many cc's of saline solution is in there. No one has any clue about any of it. Um, so what we, what we had to do was drain the implants that are currently inside of me to find out, because I also want to go smaller, so in order to find out what I'm even dealing with, we had to drain them. So, but wait, 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 they're draining them because they have to then order them. Yes. For the right size. And they didn't know what size to get because you knew that they were uneven, blah, blah, blah. Yes. And so you have to go week. Yes. So it takes a good week for um, the implants to come in. And plus during that time, since I want to go smaller, we want the pocket that is inside of my body to shrink a little bit. And then that way he won't have to take as much skin and material out for the lift part of it. So it's two factors, you know, and, um, but wow. Uh, let me just tell you. Shocking. You haven't experienced shock <laughs> until you watch someone <laughs> stick a needle in your boobie with a tube attached to a giant syringe Mm-mm. and watch them pull liquid out of your boob. Mm. And so the best way, Heather's heard me say this probably three times this morning, but the best way to describe it is like when your kid drinks, because I know y'all have kids, <laughs> um, drinks a Capri Sun and they like suck all every last <laughs> drop of it out of there. Like it sucks in so much that you can even see the outline of the straw. <laughs> That's basically what my boobs look like right now. Mm. They like, there's less. I'm glad I brought this up to Kate this morning because she made a good point, but there's there's less than what I had before I went in. So I almost felt like they had scooped out my breast tissue when they put in this implant. Of course, that's not what happened, but our trainer, Kate, was nice enough to bring up the fact that I have less fat on my body than I did back in yeah. when I was 21 years old. I had a lot more fat on my body and I work out really hard to alleviate that fat. So, Mm -hmm. of course, my tissue is going to be smaller. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm like this for another six days and I don't want to look at them. And my husband's going out of town today. So I'm really super stoked that I don't have to hide them from Mm -hmm. him for at least a good 24 hours. Yeah. And, um... No, it was, like, on your side. Like, just wear, like, an under t-shirt and just leave it on. Like, don't even look at them. Like, 
Yes, we set the intention for a speedy week. Yeah, we want this week to go by fast. And I'm just not looking at them. I just... I mean, that's not true. I keep looking at them and I'm like, oh my God, this isn't a nightmare. This is really happening. Like, I have nothing. There is not... Like, I can't even... I don't even need to wear a sports bra right now. Like, the nipples aren't even poking out. They are going inside of my body. Like, the nipples are like, bye, I'm taking a nap for the next week. So, yeah, it's definitely... um, you know it's a mental thing I did this I got implants because I had major insecurities and um that was the main thing that I wanted to change about myself and I wanted to do it at a young enough age to where I didn't feel like I wasted a lot of time wanting something I was like I'm just gonna do it and uh so it's bringing me back Mm -hmm. I'm going backwards mentally and it's just the first 24 hours that this has happened like I literally did this yesterday at 3 o'clock and it's 11 o'clock the next day like it hasn't even been a full 24 hours so like I have to give myself it's almost like a morning process and even on my way to the appointment I was getting teary eyed because I was like I've had a relationship with these for 23 years like me and these have been through so much stuff Mm -hmm. and now they're going away and it's a part of me. Mm-hmm. It's not even just a vanity thing. It's like, I don't know, letting go of something. And it's weird. Mm. I don't know. It's really weird. But, man, I I get it. Anyone has had to have any breast stuff done or anything, like, I told, I'm in that zone. I'm here. I'm listening. I'm, my empathy is running deep I mean what's coming up for me right now as I'm listening to you is like what about these people who have had some kind of accident or something happened and like they're missing a limb yeah they they no longer have an eye yeah Um, I think that people um teeth is a big thing too you know missing tooth and how it just it's a huge weight on you your it affects your confidence Mm -hmm. and your everything and and if it affects you in one way it shows up in all the areas of your life yeah so yeah just hard yeah so the good news is that a lot of people the doctor was telling me yesterday that a lot of people don't have saline implants anymore and so they really aren't doing this procedure very much now because mostly everyone that's done this before either has record of what they got put in mm-hmm. or and they just weren't really great about registering them back in the 90s like they just weren't we we're just gonna have fun with these yeah they just weren't <laughs> like as crazy about it as they are now like now everything's getting recorded and i'm sure it's even with covid and everything that's going on i'm sure there's even more mm. procedures in place to make sure that they keep better records but you know i mean yeah. i was irresponsible when i was 21 and i've moved a hundred thousand times like for me to be able to keep that information in a safe place in my 20s is ridiculous like of course mm-hmm. i don't have any record of anything but yeah so i look like a boy it's and, cute uh, like kate said you look younger yeah, I look like I haven't hit puberty yet. It's amazing. Yay. I'm just, I know. And so I'm just going to really concentrate on, um, I want my pocket to shrink so yeah. much that it shocks the doctor. Like, because I really want a smaller lifted boob. I don't want them as big as they were. Like, and I, it was hard to pick a size. So when you're doing silicone, they have, my two options were 385 cc's. Yep. To 415 cc's. There was no in between. 
Yeah. So I was like, whoa, dude, that's, I was hoping you were going to say 415, 400, yeah. you know, like yeah. 385 and three, you know, like yeah. going down just in little increments or whatever. And it's like, nope, it's either over a handful or just under a handful. Wow. So I chose the smaller one. Yeah. I went out on a limb. And then it's going to be even smaller because of the lift. So they'll be more like 360s. Yeah. See, it'll be perfect. I hope so. I hope I'm really happy with it because this is the last time. And they're going to be silicone, so yeah. I get to feel them. Oh, every, uh, yeah. I'll let you know. Everyone's going to be all of me. I'm going to be motorboating everybody. Or having everybody motorboat me, there I guess go. that's what I mean. You'll be topless all the time. Yeah. She'll be back in her but- butterfly mode before... No time. Before I know it. So uh-huh. yeah, I'm taking two weeks off and just mom's coming down to take care of me for the first week. Yay. Along with my friends. I've got so many friends that are helping me through this. Like it's such a better experience than the first time I got it done. So uh, real quick, not nothing I say is ever real quick, but uh, <laughs> when I first got these done, I had my appointment and the weekend before my surgery, my dad ended up getting in a terrible motorcycle accident. Wow. To where they had to keep him in the hospital, um, I think for an entire day because uh, he had a spinal fracture. Oh my gosh. And if he had moved incorrectly, even just slightly, he would be paralyzed forever. Wow. So um, he came, he lied to me and told me he was camping while he was staying in the hospital. He didn't want me to worry. So then he, when he came home on Sunday, I was like, oh my God. And we had to put him on like a pullout bed couch in the living room. My mom was in Wisconsin visiting her family. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was like, I don't want you to tell her about this because I don't want her to feel, she was going out there to take care of her sister. Oh my So he gosh. was like, I don't want her to feel like she needs to come home and take care of me. And I hadn't told her that I was getting this breast surgery because I knew she would be mad at me for doing it while she was gone. Mm-hmm. So we ended up having to tell her because she ended up figuring out that we were like avoiding her phone calls and stuff because I couldn't not lie. I couldn't lie to her without her knowing. And um, anyway, so my mom was super pissed. My dad was insistent that I still go through with my surgery, but I literally had nobody. When I went through my surgery. Wow. My boyfriend was such a piece of shit. He'd taken my car and disappeared for days. I had one friend who picked me up from the hospital because the only family friend that we had that would possibly be able to do that was taking care of my dad, who was bedridden. Oh, my God. So this is a completely different experience. I've got friends who are offering to come over with Beamer Mat. I've got friends who are offering to cook for us. I've got my mom coming to take care of me and my husband's going to be there. Like, it's such a different, it's going to be such a better healing time and experience that I'm really actually kind of looking forward. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to next week at this point, but. (laughs) And then my hard lesson aside from that was I was traveling driving to San Francisco, which is a good hour away from my house, for those of you that don't know. And um, a giant fucking rock chip hit my window because I was riding too close to the person in front of me. I'm just going to admit it. Whatever. Like, I was trying to pass the guy. He was going super slow in the fast lane. I wanted to get over. So I sped up and a rock chip the size. Like, it was so big and scary. It hit my windshield blasted glass on my dashboard and I've been driving around with that for five days that goes in tomorrow to get fixed and it's going to cost $1,500 to fix it 
So I'm going through my insurance company, and guess whose deductible is $1,000? Mine! Oopsie! Because I never have to do insurance claims, nothing ever happens, and so, so of maybe course, you'll switch it back? Oh, I'm definitely switching it back. And I um, guess you could have like switched it back and then called the next that's day. What, it, it was too late. By mm-hmm. the time I figured it out, I had already done the claim, and the guy was on the phone with me, and I was like, can we just backdate it and did it <laughs> and he was like no i can't you've already done steps a b and c so <laughs> lesson learned and don't follow too close because you'll regret it like don't even try it you guys like and definitely don't try it in the most expensive car you've ever purchased in your life that's yeah, not a good idea the heck. that's not a good idea that shit is expensive mm-hmm. so anyways that's those are my hard lessons for this week and i hope you learned something from it <laughs> Well, you did, so that's good. I'm learning it. Now let's switch gears and check in with the lady who has a different kind of stress in her life. Kids. Uh, What's up with you? When you said it like that, like I had this moment where I did, I got to shit my kids off. I thought it was only going to be for an hour and a half while I went and met my honey um, at his friend's house after he went and played golf all day. I went to the forest and so I was like, I need to go meet up with him and say and hi. And therapy in the forest. I literally took my kid, my kid walked out the door with no shoes and I mentioned something and he's like, no, whatever, you're going to come get me. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come get you, whatever. So he went to my mom's house with no shoes. That's I hilarious. heard... I got hell for that um, because he ended up spending Friday night, Saturday night, and I swear I wanted to leave him Sunday like so bad. But he started calling my house saying, Mommy, can, I can come you home? come get me? And I'm like, shit. You know, so. But it was amazing. And Livy was gone. She was at the ranch. She's been doing her horseback riding this weekend and ranch handing and helping wow. little Abby. She's such a good helper except for when she's here. I know. Doesn't that just piss you off that she's so good for other people? It really does because I know she's capable. That's and, the worst And part. I look at her and I'm like, we love each other. Like, why Why do we have to go to this level? Why won't you just help me? Because eventually I'm going to make you do it somehow, some way. So, like, can't you just show respect and love and honor and step right into that? Like, I know it sucks. And, hey, I hate doing the dishes too. Yeah. And here I am. I hate cooking and cleaning in the same night, but here I am. Yeah. You know? So suck it up. Yeah. I'm sucking it up. And you're supposed to, I'm modeling the behavior. You're supposed to follow my behavior. (laughs) Do as I do, not as I say. But meanwhile, I've totally been afflicted with my shingles for the second time. And yes, still undiagnosed, but I got the... Sort of. I got the antiviral. Oh, I missed my appointment. I thought oh. it was today. So that was my dermatology, just because the one lady doesn't like the way my old lesions look. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, so yeah, I did miss that appointment, but hopefully I'll get back in. But she gave me the antiviral anyways, because I told her, like, I'm pretty sure yeah. that this is this. And last time I didn't take the antiviral. So, like, I'd like to raise my hand and opt in for this drug. And I got it Monday night. By Thursday, I was feeling better. Yeah. I could tell I turned a corner, like, almost the next day with just my energy. Yeah. Like, the tone of my voice came back. And it was amazing. So, by Thursday, I was, like, 70%. I say right now, I'm, like, 
80 to 70%. Just depends on how much I overdo it and yeah. push it. And let me tell you, girl, I've been doing so much. Okay, we started by shoveling the bark yeah. from the driveway. Like, you know, the big truck comes and dumps a load off in your driveway. And you get your little shovels and you put it in your wheelbarrow and you walk it over wheelbarrow. By. So we did that. The front is looking great. It the, does look good. The garden is growing. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and my husband's been so great because he's really? been fertilizing the plant babies. I call Aww. them our plant babies. I'm like, you got to help me take care of yeah. these. You know, so he's been totally on the front. I mean, it smells like it's chicken shit. You I know, know you're worst. familiar. Okay, because yes. your man does the planting too. Yeah, if you guys have dead grass, um, take some chicken manure and just sprinkle it on the dead grass area. And it smells like chicken shit, but it's fu- it fucking works. Wow. And if you're not careful, you have to watch it because if you're not careful, you'll burn the grass. He's burning my plants. Uh-huh. I told him, I go, I think it's, it's your, too much. yeah, you cannot do you it just, on these I ones. would just water it a lot and try He's to dilute it. it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to dilute it. Poor babies. Yeah. But, yeah, but that so stuff is so great. Like, we love chicken manure. Except for the smell. Except for the smell. Yeah. But the things it does. So That's good. nice. Dave's helping you. Dave's helping me around the house. He is getting into it in between his computer obsession, tech obsession. He's just one of these people where his brain never stops. Yeah. And so he consistently always forever is he needs to be doing something yeah. he's either thinking about something strategically planning for something saying no and arguing to me and telling me all the reasons it's not gonna happen oh i know <laughs> so yeah so he's been doing some stuff and playing a lot of golf and not doing his poker thing and a lot of my friends are aren't you happy about that i'm like i don't know i used to get tipped out when dave came home from the casino you know he had a good night i get a couple hundred bucks and i was like yeah he's doing his thing while i'm sleeping i mean it wasn't bad golf is usually done while i'm awake so i miss him and remember we had this talk about how much it is to play golf Mm -hmm. dar starts noticing the checking account or the account right and how much it's costing her husband i'm like i didn't Uh even think about it Add it up. If in they, they well, my husband always does a cart, so that's an extra fee. And we usually get a cocktail, or when he's, I'm yeah. never dropping bank when I'm yeah. there because I'm like, I'll take lunch and a pre-lunch and another <laughs> cocktail, and hey, what else can we get? And Entertain just, me. He's always saying yes to me on the golf course. Well, wow. I need to ask more questions. Yeah. On the golf course. Yeah. So yeah, like fifty bucks if we're doing it what four times a. Four times a week, and he was up to four times a week at fifty bucks. It's like eight hundred dollars. We're talking close a thousand dollars. Let's yeah, call it a month golf. on a hobby. So that's when you know, like, you're ready for a membership, or let's just be strategic. Like, yeah. you know, your man can get in on, at times, and he has other friends that can get in at times, and like, mm-hmm. don't go with the expensive time. Yeah, you know, just be mindful. I think so. That was good. And what else happened? We cut back the tree in the backyard. So Friday was supposed to be date night day, but people kept stopping by to get adjusted. Like we have a couple of friends and my mom. Here at your mm-hmm. house? Oh so my we've God. Had a lot Dave of hates adjusting people at the house. I know. He's had to do a lot of it. So. Oh no. For free. So he's doing that. And uh, we were laying there in bed and I'm like, we were going to do the, the Jardesca that Maddie gave us oh. with the Prosecco and you can put rose Mary in there or orange juice in there or orange like the real orange juice not orange juice and make like your own flavored cocktail and I thought that would be so much fun but then I'm laying there and I'm like I feel like I need to earn it so then we went out and we did the 
cutting of the tree. Uh-huh. And that was a lot. Yeah. That was a lot, a lot, a lot. So did you do the Jardeska? Uh, we did not. I still have it. So Jardeska, for those of you who don't know, it's an aperitif wine and a friend of mine developed it. And it's actually really good. There's a red and a white. I personally care for the red a little red. bit more, which is unusual for me because I generally, I cannot drink wine. It gives me headaches now. The joy of getting older but um when i could drink it i really liked the red it's almost like a sangria type yeah. of taste like it's not too it's fruity, not as strong but it is fruity as wine either but yeah if you guys can get your hands on it, it's a great summertime wine like both colors are so good on a hot day like yeah add a little bit of sparkling water or something like that and give it some bubbles but i loved it yeah, it's really good. I like it too. It was so good. Okay, and so this kind of brings me up to the afflictions, right? So mm-hmm. we've been dealing with COVID and the friends. Oh, I totally partied like a rock star on Friday night. Yeah, so I was like only so much gonna drop my kid off for an hour and a half with no shoes. And she was like, No, you're gonna stay. We're gonna play Mexican train. And then it was my son DJs, and he comes down with his equipment and this badass speaker that one speaker i can't remember the name of it but dave's like so in love with the playlist from spotify the speaker and then we had the dj and all the she's being the best hostess tubular no it's a square and i guess costco has the set of two the Uh smaller ones but i just went to costco and was looking at their speakers i ended up getting the long tube one yeah I really like a it. A good speaker, like, ugh, makes I know. Difference. I use it for my spas, all three spas and everything, and I love it. So we end up totally partying and dancing like rock stars in her small little kitchen mm-hmm. on Friday night. So it's simply, simply, simply amazing. But they have the COVID antibodies. So they got the blood test. They got a blood test way back, like, at the beginning of this year, and they had already had the antibodies. And they got so, the antibody test in the beginning of yeah. the year? Yeah, so, like, they're How totally... How interesting is that, considering we were told that there was no antibody test in the beginning of the year, but... But they know COVID's been around since, you know, like, fall of yeah. 2019, Especially for sure. in California. Yeah, okay. Yes, for sure. From what I've heard. So, um, and the way, like, he had a dry cough for, like, five weeks, and he's now thinking, like, hey, maybe that was my COVID, ex- you know, yeah. that was it. And my aunt had the same thing. She had this cough for five weeks. We couldn't get rid of it. It was two rounds of antibiotics and a steroid that finally, like, got her over the edge into the healing. And I've had the shingle things, and it wasn't, like, full-blown shingles like the first time. It was very different, uh, but similar uh, this time, and I'm thinking maybe I got COVID, and yeah. it just, you know, a different disturbed form. what was in there, left over, mm-hmm. and brought it to surface. And then I've been fighting COVID, and this, and now I'm on the road to healing. Yeah, you know that makes perfect sense to me because like, there's always times in the year when a sickness is going around. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, the flu is going yeah. around, or this cold is going mm-hmm. around. So no matter what it is, most people will experience it in a certain way. Right. I always experience it in stomach flu form. So it might just be a fever and body aches for one person. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm definitely throwing up. 
Wow. And I will throw up for at least 24 hours. Gross. So it's always really a lot harder on me, but it's also a lot harder for me to catch something. Mm -hmm. So by the time it comes to me, mm -hmm. I'm usually been exposed by like maybe 10 people, whereas some people it only takes one person to be exposed by. Yeah. I can usually be in a room with 10 people and then I'll get sick. So... Um, it, it's interesting that you're feeling that maybe it transformed in you and came out in a different way. I think that there's definitely something to that. And if that's your gut instinct, I think that that's what you need to listen to. Because the way, because like, okay, so I had this lesion that popped up, but it didn't go through the whole pussy process yeah. like the other lesions. And they're telling me now that there is no way to really prove that you have shingles unless you have a pussy lesion and they touch it. They and that's the contagious that. part. That's yeah. when you're contagious. Other than that, you're not contagious. Right. Um... And so, oh my gosh, I lost my train of thought. Antibodies. Oh, so yeah, it didn't look the same, but my symptoms were so tired. I was yeah. so, like, mono Super drained. Tired. Yeah, you were really bad. I, had, I was bedridden a lot. Yeah. Like, I would get out of bed, do a little bit of something, and have to go and right And Tuesdays back. would just kill you between doing the... We couldn't even do the podcast. We usually do our workout, and then we do our podcast, and there were some Tuesdays where she was like, can you come back later this week, and we'll do the podcast. I mm -hmm. just don't have the energy to get it done today. I mean, you talk about like the mental, like the mental game. And, yeah. And then you see your skin change. I would see my area, my rib cage area. Like I would look every day to see if my yeah. lesions are gone, yeah, you sure. know. And I would see different things like broken capillaries and then that would scare me. And now I'm all fearful, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it's just been interesting with the whole thing. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm all done with my COVID. I'm all done with my shingles. I'm on the road to recovery. I am so excited to, like, wake up one day and just everything's going to pay off. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, my body's going to be amazing. All the inflammation will be gone, and, like, thing, my skin will be back to normal. My yeah. life will be back to normal. And that's another thing Kate said. Once you get control of this inflammation, which I find so real like mm -hmm. inflammation is just such a trigger for so many other things and I feel like you're getting smaller mm -hmm. um for sure like your butt looks smaller your thighs look smaller to me That's good. so I think that it what she said is there's total validation in that I think that for sure once Mm -hmm. All of this gets worked out inside of you. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to totally Whipper come snapper out. right back yeah. into shape. Yeah, I I'm think so. I'm so looking forward to I'm that. I'm really excited for you. Um, Shifting gears, force therapy. I went on Friday. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. I know, you were like a whole different person. Armstrong Woods. I can't remember when I've been in my I love life. that place. I do, it's magical. The energy in that place from head to toe. Like and all the different you, seasons. Yeah. I've never been in summer. And oh, I really? swear it was light and fluffy. Yeah. The trees were so happy. Yeah. People were there. You could hear the kids. Everybody's in. It was just a magical energy. Yeah. Very I love it there. Very healing. It was. You so know what nice. else I love doing is when we drive up to Eureka. Sometimes we'll stop at the fort. There's the um, uh, Avenue of the Giants up there. Yeah. And there's a lot of times that we've you just took us there, and we've just pulled over and gotten out and touched the trees and gone for a little walk. And yeah. there's no trail. I mean, it's off the side of the road. Mm -hmm. Like you're pulling over off the freeway. But it's just, it. that's like an Armstrong Woods kind of feeling, yeah. like where you just, it's so quiet. I mean, you hear things in the background, like a truck or something drive by, but 
just the peace of being there and I notice the peace. Yeah, the quiet. it's and the, hearing the wind go through the leaves and yes. seeing everything the way that it's just I don't know, it's like such a pure ha- a form of happiness. So, so regenerating. So I totally made this um commitment that I was going to go to the forest at least once a week. Yeah, we should do that tomorrow. We should go to Armstrong Woods tomorrow. Yeah. I haven't been there in forever. Oh my gosh, we're so, going to go. And that would be a good place to go because I won't worry about getting us lost. I'm worried about getting us lost in the other place. Oh yeah. No, this one's easy not to get yeah. lost because it's smaller. And then we should, I took some pictures. We'll post some pictures on oh, Instagram yeah, yeah. or something. Totally. I think that's a great idea. Share with the listeners. Yeah. And I've been eating out at restaurants. I know. I'm so jealous. I want to eat out so bad. Um, my appetite, appetite's coming back. So I've been eating out. A couple little miss experiences, but overall. Well, people are just coming back, you know? know. So maybe like, maybe your experience was because the guy was just off for too long and he forgot, off. you know? Yeah. He was His definitely mojo off. was not working for him that day. But it has been nice. And I just had a little bit of this, like clam chowder and the chili. I had tuna pokey. I had some Mexican tacos. Yum. It's been so fun just to play with everything. Yeah. Some coconut chicken soup. I want to go out mm. to breakfast again. Yes. I miss eating out. I, I know. miss it so much. Well, we'll have time to do it. I know. Something we can do. Yeah. I'm so excited. My husband's going to be gone. I don't have to hide my lack of boobs, my inverted boobs. We went <laughs> shopping together last week. Aww. Me and you. Oh, us? Yeah. We yeah. went to Ross after oh, our podcast yes. last week. It's like, we got to go to Ross. Oh, they my God. They put a reduce sticker on everything. You guys, we looked ridiculous. I can't, I've never seen a cart so full before in my life. Well, you should have seen me the day before. I know. repeated the same thing. <laughs> Two days back to back. I'm sorry. I Retail therapy really works for me. It and does. a good deal. Like I'm. I felt really great after that. Oh, my gosh. I, I felt, felt like, really oh, great. I was so, so happy. I got my husband a couple Father's Day gifts. Just because we don't have kids doesn't mean we don't get to celebrate those days. Like, Aww. we still have dogs. And my husband's dad, my father-in-law, passed away way too young. And my husband was way too young to deal with the loss of his father at the time. And so I like to do things for him for Father's Day to kind of distract him from it. Because he is a really good father. He takes care of me really, really well. He takes care of my dogs really, really well. Our chicken, our owl. (laughs) Oh, the owl's still there. (laughs) The owl is still being rehabilitated. Um, She is eating more. We took her, or Chris took her out. Um, now, for those of you that are getting mad at me right now for having an owl at my house, uh, my brother-in-law is a biologist, and one of the main things that he does is rehabilitate and take care of owls. So we have someone in the family that's very intelligent and knows what he's doing, and he's guiding us through this. So no judgment, please. We're actually doing this for the health of the owl. And um, anyway, so... Mike, my brother-in-law, told Chris how to take the owl out and test her. We thought that she was okay to be released back into her habit, you know, where she was from because she had flown on top of my clothes rack in or my fluttered, closet. Yeah. We're little. not really sure yeah. what she did, but I woke up in the morning and she was standing on top of my clothes rack and I was like, I'm just going to back out of this room real quick. So um, Chris took her out. He held her little feet and she flapped her wings, but she has like an eye that's not opening and she's still really dazed and confused. And according to Mike, she could have some, 
she could just it could just be something simple like a concussion you know like she just got hit really hard in the head but it does imply that there's some sort of a brain damage happening right now so we're just gonna keep feeding her and keeping her safe and then as soon as she looks like um a couple nights i think last night chris said that her both of her eyes were open last night yeah so every day she's getting a little bit better but um so cute animal rehab yeah we're just we just want to make sure she's up to a a good place when we let her go and we want to release her with a full belly so we don't mind feeding her mice and taking care of her and then she we won't I would like to release her in a way that she doesn't have to worry about hunting that day you know she can just get used to go find your family go find her home and get settled and just yeah because it's probably going to be really stressful but I was telling Chris I go I feel like every time I go in there I can hear her little feet walking around and um, I came out of there today and I go, you know what it reminds me of? You know those movies where someone gets kidnapped and held hostage and they're in a room with that soundproof or yeah. they're playing music really yeah. loud so they can't hear what's going on. And yeah. then every time the guy walks in the room, she thinks she's going to get raped or yeah. killed or something. Like, I feel like that's what this owl is experiencing right now. Mm. <laughs> so I'm having a hard time with it. I love her. She's beautiful. But... I feel bad, mm-hmm. and even though we're doing the best for her, I still feel, you know, yeah, it's hard. Sometimes it's, it's you gotta hard. be strapped down yeah. so you can heal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, but Chris is great. He takes care of all of us, and and for that, I want to honor him for Father's Day and just spoil oh. him and get him some things. So when we went to Ross, I fucking went off, and then I got. <laughs> I thought it would be a good day to, you know, go to Costco a little. Maybe <laughs> retail therapy yeah. at Costco. <laughs> so I did that. Spread the and love. That was super fun. They had some really good stuff at the co- at the Costco. At the Costco. <laughs> oh my gosh, we get so excited about going so shopping. I went shopping again <laughs> and had some fun. Hi, Colton. Oh, it looks like Colton just got out of the pool. Did you just go swimming? Oh my gosh. Good for you. So Olivia, my daughter, 12, she had her little soccer friends over after soccer practice, which we're getting to do that every now and then. They put the tent up in the backyard and they slept in the tent last night. So super fun. Attempted. Oh no. We got a chip tooth. Sorry. Horrible tooth. Oh no. It's okay. okay. It's going to fall out. Yeah. Good thing it's a baby it's tooth. It's just a baby tooth. Nope. Okay. Good job. Way to stay tough. Way to be tough. Yeah, he did it. Aww. Sorry. When you have kids, you get interruptions. Yeah, so we had the tent experience. We also had a snake experience. Oh, you did? You didn't tell me about that. We this. have a big, we name him Fred. So Fred the snake, he's really big. He's like the daddy Fred snake. And he goes around and makes baby snakes. So now we had a little baby snake. And Olivia, would, she just made it so oh. packed with drama. Chasing the snake, stabbing the snake <gasps> with the stick she would miss and scream and yell and then the snake made it into the bin you know the big brown bin with all the swim stuff of course then she had to take all the stuff out of the bin to find the snake which she never did oh no the stuff stays out well olivia's friends are really good and like they're listening to me more than olivia is that's how it usually is repeat to olivia pick this up so they got him, got her to pick it up, right? And but she left two of the big mats that don't go in there. I usually put it on top. Sure mm-hmm. enough, lift it up. There's the snake. The whole time. Oh my god! Snake, so. We had some snake experience. It was super fun. 
That's crazy. I know. My bullfrog is acting like a maniac. Yeah. She's eating giant bumblebees. We watched her eat a dragonfly the other day. She straight up leap leapt out of the freaking pond and grabs this dragonfly in mid-flight. It was insane. Oh, your dragonflies are gorgeous. I know. It was a pretty blue one, too. It's kind of a bummer, but... Wow, that's cool. It was really cool. I know. I just, I love my house I'm surprised so much. something doesn't come eat the frog. I know. Because the frog's like right there. I know. Because well, the frog's more camo maybe? No, the, the frog doesn't mess around. When something comes near it, it will freak out and f- jump into the pond, into oh, the bottom. So it's really kind of the warning for all the fish. Mm. Like as the other day, the dog, one of our dogs got too close. It was my brother's dog. He got too close to the frog. He likes to go. He he doesn't have a pond or anything at his house, you know. So when he comes to my house, he like it's super adventurous, and um, so he was looking in the pond, and he got a little too close, and it freaked the frog out, and the frog jumps up and goes and dives into the pond, and all the fish dive to the bottom of the pond. It was like, cool. oh shit, the frog's freaking out. We gotta hurry. Uh, so it was actually really, it's so much fun. If you guys ever get a chance to have a pond, I highly recommend it. Have a pond. I wasn't gonna have a pond because I don't have a Chris. <laughs> and Chris is always like balancing the water with the plant and the UV and the there's animal so life. Much. And like, because there's algae that grows, right? And that's not good and all no. this stuff. And he is the one who cleans my pool and balances all my water. Yeah. But, so I'm intimidated, but like to see the nature and everything that you guys at the level, like it's nuts to be. Well, in and it's good to it's good to do it now because Chris has learned so much. Yeah. And so he could, he knows how to make it work to where you don't have to do chemicals. Like our pond is totally clear right now. I know. And it was not for like a while. (laughs) I know. I'm so tempted there when it gets really dirty and cloudy. I'm like, just take everything out of it and pour in chlorine. I'm done with this. Yeah. Put a little bleach in there. Two tablespoons. Yeah. It's so fun though to watch the fish. We named them. There's a fish named Ricky after my brother. And he's so happy. This fish is, he's the happiest goldfish I've ever seen. So it's so much fun to just sit out there and. Uh, speaking of my brother, he got me some cute new shoes. I didn't wear them today, but what I've been wearing them like crazy. Brother. Okay, I've been watching Queer Eye still. I love it. My husband cannot stand it. Livy, my daughter, is all about it because they do oh, the makeover so nice. and everything, and they're big about the shoes, right? And the, yeah. like not tennis shoes, but like not dress shoes. So they're like and white and colors. It could be your pop. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I need more shoes oh. that are like comfortable like yeah. that. So that's a really cool gift. I love it. He, that's a great he's obsessed gift. with Nikes, so they're Nikes, but mm-hmm. they're so cute. They're like this mint blue color, mm-hmm. and they are my pop of color. Mm-hmm. So I'll wear like dark colors and then just wear my bright blue, blue shoes. shoes. They're so fun. I love so it. So shout out to my brother. Thank you. Thanks, Ricky. And when I went to Ross, I went in there for one set of <sighs> sunglasses and I came out with five <laughs> and five new purses. So like everything matches. You've got cool <gasps> shoes. I've got purses and sunglasses. Yeah. Life is getting back to normal, everybody. Woo! Uh, it is exciting. All right. Well, that's it. I'm done and I have to go pee. (laughs) She's wiggling. (laughs) I'll see See you you next next time. Bye. Bye.